The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. It's been a while, but we're back, and the NFL Draft is less than 50 days away. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the best pro day scripter this side of the Mississippi. And with me, as always, is AJ Bracket Buster Marchese. Hey, no no bracket busting in the Big Ten so far. It's been chalky, baby. Yeah, welcome to the Big 12 as Baylor falls to Oklahoma State. And teams dropping out, and it's crazy town. George Georgetown's going to the finals, too. Exciting times in March, Rob. Today, we're starting our 2021 NFL Draft position rankings with the most important position on the field, the quarterback. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving up to Cleveland, maybe, looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day, don't draft specialists on the second day, maybe draft a punter in the sixth. We'll see, let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31 through ebay.com sneakers will enter you into a drawing for one of one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. And... AJ, what month are we in? It's March, baby, right? It is. And with March comes March Madness. And right now we're in the thick of conference tournaments. Uh, We're recording on a Friday night. Saturday and Sunday, we're full of championship games. And we like to make it a little more exciting when we're watching Georgetown play for the Big East. By heading to betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing. Like I said, college basketball is heating up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming. And so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest. As BetOnline is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. 
your online sports book experts. And one thing I will tell you is AJ's no expert on March Madness, that's for sure. But AJ's a quarterback expert. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I hey, See, I, look, I also wanted to add how much of a, like how much nostalgia is going to be if it's UConn and uh, Georgetown in the Big East championship game. Um, God, I love the Big East. That's that's like the when I think of Big East basketball, those are the two schools I think of. I think UConn coming back to the Big East. Yeah, it's been great. Like made made me so happy. They're stupid for leaving it. Anyways, this is not what this podcast is. Save it, save it for the Big East podcast we're working on for the summer. <laughs> We've been working on it for three years, I think. Well, it's our favorite conference. It's our favorite thing. It's coming one day, for sure. It's just a ripoff of the 30 for 30, but then also mentioning Pat White. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. It's uh, it's very much NFL draft season. We both watched uh, the North Dakota State Pro Day today where Trey Lance lit it up. Uh, so it's a perfect time to jump in and, and really break down our, our top 10 quarterbacks, uh, go through a couple superlatives because that's all this show is at the end of the day is superlatives after superlative. Um, but yeah, great quarterback class, especially at the top. Obviously, we've we've got, I think in most years, I think four quarterbacks in this class in most years would be contending for the number one pick. Uh, yeah, I, th- like, I think that's fair. Like. Uh, any of those top four quarterbacks, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like I could easily see them as first overall picks in regular classes. Exactly. It's just this one also happens to have one of the greatest quarterback prospects of all time. Um, and then I, I find it kind of thins out pretty quickly. Um, and, and really, after that, like after the, I think the top five or the top five, put them in whatever order you kind of want-ish. Uh, and then in the back five, it, it, I think it gets pretty almost up to what the person scouting prefers. Like if you prefer physical traits, if you prefer like a pocket passer with a big arm, if you prefer um, production, because there, there is a lot of like multiple year starters here who have big time college production uh, in big time conferences. Yep. Um, and, and there's not really... I, uh, I feel like there's not really a guy who you're like, this guy will maybe slip into the day two. I don't know. There's there's a chance we don't have a day two quarterback. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, I mean, people are I, – I, we'll talk about Davis Mills. I, I think that's the guy people are kind of pegging there. Uh, yes. I don't have a day two grade on him right now. Me neither. Me neither. Um, I'll be honest. I still like Kyle Trask, but he's not a day two quarterback. <laughs> Um, there will, there will, I, I think it'll be more interesting to see who goes first on day three. Cause I think there's a couple guys who go, go in the fourth round. Yeah. I, I think like, honestly, like I, if I were to bet Mills and Mond, uh, probably the, the, the first two off the board in the, in the fourth round. I agree. And then Trask. Um, but yeah, I, I think th- those three are, are the next three after the top five for me. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe a more interesting question is in total, how many quarterbacks do you think get drafted? Uh, for context, I, I just pulled it up. 13 were drafted last year, um, 11 the year before, yeah. and in 2018 we had 13. So do you think – like, because t- to me there is not double-digit – or mm, I, there's not 13 quarterbacks in this class I would draft. I only have nine draftable grades, and then I have three okay. three guys really tight with borderline right. draftable grades. Okay, so in, in just knowing maybe late day, late day three, 
Um, yeah. It did. Team, teams might reach for some of these guys. Like, realistically, I think I can see 12 quarterbacks going. But then again, I think back to when Tanner Lee was drafted. And I'm like, well, <laughs> someone might just draft Lee. I, I will add, there's only 13 quarterbacks at the at the combine, quote-unquote, combine invites. Um, I don't know how many guys we're going to see that aren't combine invites drafted at all this year, period. So I, I think those 13 guys are the only ones with a shot. And uh, I, I don't give one of them a shot <laughs> on my board, and then the rest I, I think are, uh, are are possible, and or they will obviously. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's rip through some superlatives. Then what? We gonna count down ten to one? Sure. Sounds good. I never really know. I feel like we neither change, of us know it until up. we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's start. Highest floor quarterback in this class, and it's. I mean, it's kind of obvious. It's. I'm assuming it's Trevor Lawrence for both of us. Yeah, I, I gave an alternate answer for both highest floor and highest ceiling because. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I will do the same. I, I like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Let, let's wax poetic, poetic yeah. about Trevor Lawrence, and then then we'll kind of mention some other guys. Uh, I mean, he's the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Arguably better than Andrew Luck. There's not really a blatant flaw in his game. If there's anything you're to point towards. Maybe, which is more of actually an issue from his sophomore year, is lots of jump balls and kind of putting the ball in traffic uh, and relying on T. Higgins and Justin Ross to win these 50-50 balls. But then this year, he's got a totally different set of receivers yeah. style-wise. style, style wise. And, and you didn't really see that in the same way. And he, it was far less, I guess, putting the ball in danger. Like, there is not a single trait that I point to and say, he he needs to work on this in terms of what you would normally look at with a quarterback coming into the NFL. Uh yeah, pretty much. Like he's he's pretty damn clean. Um like like you know, there's the odd um back foot throws. Um but even then I, I feel like they're usually not bad decisions. But he can Yeah, just... and he's he's yeah. he's got enough arm, he's got enough of yeah. everything else that it doesn't not that it's like he he doesn't need to work on that, but it just it doesn't really impact him. Yeah, and, and like like so, I just think he could do better to you know evade the sack and reset in the pocket. But he does that plenty too. So like, what's the point? Like like, yeah. is there a bit of a dip in his emotion? Maybe, but does it affect him? No. Um, I, it's like it's like when you see a flaw, he also corrects it. Like you, I, I think you'll see moments where he yeah, operates too point. fast. Um, and I felt that more this year. Um, uh, last year's tape, he, he had moments where he was going too fast and he, too deliberately. I want to use that word. Um, mm. But then you see times where it's, it's it, the timing is absolutely perfect, which is ninety percent of the time. The other thing is he like you have to keep in mind like Trevor Lawrence played behind like a not a great offensive line. I know, especially this year they had a lot of turnover outside of basically Jackson Carmen, and he's the only one. Like Clemson doesn't put a lot of NFL talent into the. Or, yeah, offensive line talent yeah, to the don't. NFL, and he I thought hit a lot of hit a lot of that really just because he's so mobile. Yeah. He can he, he he can obviously create when the play breaks down. Um, he's got all the arm talent in the world. He can throw off off platform with ease. He he's got the accuracy to every level. His poise is ridiculous. Um, I, if you're to look for something like the offense he's coming out of, if you're to try and ding that, I think I saw some anonymous yeah. scouts ding that and that uh, ACC defenses. 
he also started for three years, won a national championship, um, played in another, and uh, was one game away from another. Like, it's hard to find anything to really point to. He's basically, to me, what Justin Herbert, like Justin Herbert coming out, but like so much better at the little things. Uh, my comp for Trevor Lawrence, cause I, I feel like there's nothing great. It, it's super sane, Justin Herbert. I like that. <laughs> so, my, 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 mine is Carson Palmer, but I really like that. Yeah, I mean, because they feel the same, similar body type. Um, and we saw Justin Herbert obviously have immediate success in the NFL. Um, both great athletes. Both great athletes. Uh, underappreciated, but we know they're great athletes. Uh, both like such great deep ball throwers and like similar throwing motion, similar type of delivery. Um, they're both like dart throwers and Trevor Lawrence does it all better. And um, yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert's one of his big things with the offense, but it, it's not like this Clemson offense was all checked down. So Mario Rogers and he's picking up 30 yards no, of yak. No. He was making big time throws. So like, like pointing out the offense is just trying to find flaws in, in Trevor Lawrence's game, which I'm fine with. Like that's, it's a part of the process when you have a generational, if you want to use that term, I know people don't like to, uh, quarterback prospect. Well, well, yeah. I mean, the more interesting thing, rather when, when you talk about Trevor Lawrence, rather than just constantly hyping how he's amazing, is to try yeah. and pick out these little flaws. And I, I think that's part of why, with that, uh, the anonymous scout article on the Athletic was pointing out really stupid things. <laughs> just, I feel like that's such an old man scout thing. To, you want to be the guy to find the the flaw. Yeah. No, it definitely is, and I mean. That's, I think that's just uh, the nature of the beast, too, you know? Like, when yes. when anything in life is perfect, people try to find the flaws, so... Or... Like me. Yeah, ex- exactly. And people say, well, maybe your hair's just a little bit too long, and... Uh, that's messed up. Just a little bit. I, that's not me. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard whispers, though. <laughs> okay, who, who's your alternate highest floor? Uh, Justin Fields. Okay, I agree. Yeah, and uh, hey, let's, get it, let's get into Fields, too. Uh, is he my t- quarterback, too? Find out later. I mean, that whole com- <gasps> the whole the whole conversation of the order you have. I don't even want to say top five. I think top. I think QB five is settled. <laughs> I think so too. But the, the top four quarterbacks. I mean, the only the only time you should be arguing is if you don't see one of them as a top fifteen guy, like it, it, you know, top fifteen. Yeah, I, I my yeah, I, all four of my uh, my my top four quarterbacks are all in my top fifteen. Yeah. There's a they might be in a different order than yours but it's we clearly like all four of them yeah exactly so the, the argument is stupid and um J- justin fields he feels like he's getting nitpicked the most of any of these quarterbacks and i think part of that is because he's always been held on the same level as trevor lawrence they both come from the state of georgia uh they they were two of the best high school re- uh, quarterback recruits of all time yeah. Uh, they battled it out at Elite Eleven. Trevor Lawrence was the number one quarterback in the in the in the class. Justin Fields beat him out for Elite Eleven MVP, and we know how much I love the Elite Eleven. Uh, and then Trevor Lawrence obviously has immediate success at Clemson, wins a Natty as a freshman, while Justin Fields has a backup Jake Fromm, has to transfer. So I feel like little stupid things like that, because he's compared straight on to Trevor Lawrence, are hell against Justin Fields. Um, but like, I mean, also the, the nitpicky things are kind of ridiculous. Like he, he's a slow processor is the one you're going to hear the, the most, um, which I, I, is he as fast necessarily as Trey Lance? Maybe not, but I like, it's not a flaw. Like I get, it's not, he's not the fastest processor in the class, but he's not slow. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he also protects the football. He's a really good decision maker. I know he had a poor, poor games, uh, a couple poor games this year. But he also had, I think, the best quarterback single game performance from a quarterback prospect in this class was him against Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, I agreed. I would take that over. Like, I think that was the most impressive game I've seen. Um, he has all the physical tools. Like, I, I don't think it, no nobody's looking at him and questioning that. Like, he's. He's built like a truck. He's got uh, all the arm talent in the world. He's a, he's a great, obviously, he's a great runner. But, like, his accuracy, you've seen the deep accuracy. He's just dropping dimes against Clemson. Yeah. Uh, he he also, to me, is, like, the least rattled. He's always seemed so even keeled. Well, totally agree. Him, him it, honestly, Lawrence Fields and Lance kind of all have that. Um, they're all very even keel. Kind of what Justin Herbert had, which I think was used as a knock against him sometimes. Uh, yeah. But the, just the poise. The poise, and they never seem panicky. I I think Justin Fields is the most uh, poised, I, I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, yeah, even killed a good um, good turn for it. And, like, yeah, okay, whatever. You can knock the processing time, and I think that's fair. But it, it's, it's weird when you do it to Justin Fields and you ignore it for other guys because – the other guys aren't perfect either. It, it's it's just it's weird. And I think you're right. Just uh, being put up against Trevor Lawrence his whole life. Uh, the, the, uh, also, the one thing I can definitively what, say Lawrence is um, feels is worse at is picking what school to go to. Yeah, Georgia was a bad choice. Should have gone to Ohio State right away. You're right. <laughs> I, I, I was making a double joke, but yeah, he shouldn't have gone to Georgia. That's the worst thing he did. <laughs> Kirby loves his short, slow. Weak-armed quarterbacks, that's for sure. Um, the other thing, with that Ohio State offense that Ryan Day runs, it's so many option reds from receivers. So you'll see someone be like, well, Justin Fields stares down his receivers or takes too long to make a decision. But he's waiting. The receiver has to make a decision. So that's part of that. Yeah. And, and like, I think there's a lack of understanding from some talking heads on that, perhaps. Um, but, yeah, like – 99% of yours, Justin Fields is the number one pick of the draft. And, yeah, and there's no second thoughts to it. I mean. No. Um, You know what I loved and, and kind of goes uh, beyond that? It's like he has such um, like such a, a knack for like being on the move and like throwing guys open on the move and finding the holes in the zone and like him and his receivers being on the same page. You see so many. He has great field vision. Yeah, he does. He does for sure. So like. The processing knocks, I think, are unfair, and I think it's something he's going to clean up. And but like, knock him for it, because yeah, you're evaluating the guy, but but knocking him more than you're knocking everyone else in the class is, is weird. It's strange. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like, I, I definitely think he's poised and like really deliberate. I, that's the word I, I like to use for him. But because like uh, his his mechanics, like the top part works. He's really deliberate. Um, I, I think like there's some overstepping at times in, in the bottom part, but like he's such a strike thrower, and that's the it's kind of what I feel like he's just yeah. he's just throwing strikes or like hitting third base or whatever you want to say. He's fun, man. Like, he's fun as hell to watch. And you, you know what I think he doesn't get enough credit for? He's got a nasty pump fake, and I, I love that in a quarterback. <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay, obviously high ceiling. Ultimately, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Who's your alternate? Trey Lance. Me, I, I completely agree. He's got the best arm in the class. Okay, so – I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I, I think him, Lawrence, and uh, and Fields are, are close. Um, they, I well, even Zach, like all four of them have above average NFL arm, no doubt. Definitely, definitely. I, I think I'm, I, I think I put Wilson fourth among the group, but none of them have have, I would have issues at all. And I, I think to say Trey Lance has the best of them is very fair. Um, 
maybe I put Lawrence top and then and then Lance and then Lance just slightly over Fields. But yeah, definitely that. Um, and I think he's the best athlete because he's yeah. he's a freak. And yeah, he's playing FCS opponents, but um, they threw the microchip. The the agents threw the microchip speed out, and he's fast as hell. And the way he's just running through defenses and <laughs> breaking every arm tackle. And yeah, that's not going to happen in the NFL. But also, I, I don't like to change guys. And it's like, yeah, you got to protect a guy. But, like, like he's dropping the hammer on DBs. Like, he can still do that in the NFL. Like, yeah, he's got to learn when to dip out of bounds and when to slide and do it more often. But uh, don't don't change a guy. If this is what he does and if this is what he is, uh, let him do it because that's how you uh, win. I mean, it's working in the NFL. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I mean, like, the, the, the scouts are going to, like, love that he played in the most pro-style system. and like Yes, that's the, that's the other thing. I uh, not not to say it's not brought up enough, but it, but maybe it's not brought up enough by some people. Is how much power Trey Lance had at the line of scrimmage. Yep. He was in charge of protections. You see him play under center, although that's like an old timey trope. Like your quarterback needs to play under center. It is nice to see him do it so much. Yep. And like he he's look he's so natural on the play action pass. Yes. I think that's when he's at um, his best. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um. And just seeing like he 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 has the power to actually audible at the line of scrimmage, and you don't necessarily see that very often in college football. It's it's pre- pretty awesome, and and it's so funny that it's like to call him raw seems so absurd when you I know think about how, like how pro style his offense of North Dakota State was. It's funny yeah. just because he didn't he didn't play that many games. That doesn't necessarily mean you're raw. And today at his pro day on NFL Network, they like mentioned like. Carson Wentz only played like three more college games than Trey Lance, and that like why is this being held? It's it's back to your thing with Fields. Why is that being the processing speed being held yeah. against Fields and more so than other guys? Why is rawness being held against Lance more so than other guys? We've seen I get, yeah I, yeah we've seen so many quarterback prospects being propped up in the past. It, it's gone away luckily, but being propped up purely because they're in a pro style offense. <laughs> And, like, Trey Lance, it's not getting talked about. And, yeah, he, he is an enigma because he's so young. And, yeah, he, he, anyway, you cut it. He doesn't have a lot of starts. But, yeah, like you said, I think four or five less games than Wentz. So what's the big deal? Um, but it's so funny that this – I don't know. He feels like it's, like – it's like, yeah, there's a bit of a risk with him because he's unfinished. But he also has that type of polish to his game too. So, like, it, it, it's a balance to him. And I think that's perfect. I- and the other thing, pointing out the level of competition, which I totally get because obviously coming from the FCS, but he also tore up the best FCS defenses and won a national championship. While Zach Wilson, it's being, it feels like it's being held less against Zach Wilson that he put up his tri- like they only played G five teams this year. He had his worst game against the best, uh, the best G five team in, in their only loss that they played, and wh- level of competition just holding it against Lance. So much more than you are against Zach Wilson seems just like another just a strange thing. Yeah, and it, I wonder what it could be, AJ. <laughs> I wonder why he why Trey Lance is raw and and uh, the defenses he played against is such a big deal when it's not for Zach Wilson. It, what could it Midwest be? Midwest bias, and we all know it. Of, of course. Um, <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, uh, now I lost my point. So I, I was going to say no. I agree. Like. Like, there's a lot of flaws that you point with Trey Lance that you don't with Zach Wilson, and they both yeah. they both have. And, Zach Wilson feels like the least nitpicked. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And like, look, you can say, "Oh, Trey Lance is a one year starter, and he's only started 16 games," and blah blah. And then go back, yeah, Zach Wilson, three year starter, but two years of it were really bad. He was hurt, 
and like I, I'm not I'm not digging him for it, but they weren't. Like I, I didn't think he was a draftable quarterback when I watched his 2019 he, tape. Well, I, I went back went to it 18, and I, I appreciated. Some it more. of us knew you did. Some of you us did. Knew. You did. I went back to it and I appreciated uh, it more. Like you see a lot of big throws in the eight. Washington games. I didn't give him credit for that, but uh, now I do. But it, it's like Trey Lance's one. Like if you put Lance's one year up against uh, Wilson's like his career before this year, it's like not even close. And he didn't turn the yeah. football over. Like come on. In the one Central Arkansas game that he played this year, where he struggled in the first half, no doubt, that it feels like if he just didn't play that game, things would yep. be held against him less. Yep. No, totally. I don't know. It seems like that game is being overvalued, and it was a really strange circumstance, that game. Yeah, I throw it out a bit, because like you said, it's such a too. weird situation. It's it's like a spring game mixed with a pro day, but with rust on him and his team and the guys around him and um, a team that's been playing they're playing against like it, it's yeah Robert Rochelle's an NFL corner yeah. and he had his best pass of the day dropped yep. and yeah he also ran like crazy all over them it, like look okay like he threw 50% of his uh, he completed 50% of his pass in the game it wasn't a great game but if you look at that game um <laughs> even if he just played that game he'd be like a third round prospect like like you're like wow this is a guy with a shit ton of talent that I'm going to bet on. And uh, yeah. when you add that to his literally perfect, because he didn't throw an interception, 2019 tape, uh, you get a top 10 quarterback. I love Trey Lance. And Me too. Well, uh, I thought his pro day was really fun today, I thought. It was. Quincy Avery did a great job running in it. It was. And yeah, and you know what? No, what else with, with Trey Lance going back to the pro style? He apparently gets praised for, for being a high IQ and, and uh, working on tape a lot, a lot of film work. And yeah. yeah, just watching his interviews, he seems like a really good kid. I love him. Mature yeah. for for a guy who's not twenty one yet. Like, I, I, yeah, he's also the youngest of of the of like all the quarterbacks. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the Which, the way we're talking, I think we're we're gonna land on the same thing. But anyways, we'll, we'll, I, I think so. Too. Yeah, I'm surprised, but I think so too. We'll we'll get there later. Okay, let's do value pick. When I think value pick, I think day three pick. Um, I guess in this circumstance, it's a little different because when you're Value pick with a running back is a guy who's probably going to be something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But with a with a quarterback, it's kind of I guess who would you bet on on day three to be at least a spot a capable spot starter backup, if not more than that. You know, I, I think there's a good group of backups in this class. Uh, I, I like a lot. There, there, there's a whole heap uh, that of guys who I think will stick around. Yeah. So <laughs> no, me too. And like, so like, I, I like I, I like the value pick. I picked a value pick that I think could potentially become a starter. So I, I went with Davis Mills. I know, like, I thought, you yeah, did. people are sneaking him into the third, which I think is too rich. But I got him like a late fourth round guy, early fifth round guy. So I'm not super high on him, but but all the tools are there. Like, oh, by the way, quickly, no, he's got. Oh no, you, we'll save the comps for later. Sorry, I just wanted to know your Trey Lance comp. We'll save it for later. Everything is there. Yeah, I, I've got them. All. Yeah, everything is there for Davis Mills. Obviously, he was the number one uh, recruit in the country or quarterback recruit uh, over Tua. And I'm, and then it's you know he's barely started. Uh, he's had what multiple ACL injuries, other injuries, yeah, lots of injuries. But everything else is there. Like what what is he six four two twenty? Um, the, the the mechanics are all pretty nice. Like he looks like the old school. He's got he, prototype quarterback. I thought when when he would get into a rhythm, I thought yeah. he looked very impressive. Um, Stanford's not what they once were. Also, no. uh, but no, you you definitely saw. Um, I'll save my comp for him for later, but you definitely saw the pieces of a guy who's going to be a capable backup who, if he has to start for for a bit of a stretch, yeah, I think he can do some things. And may, maybe down the road, 
uh, he, he becomes more than a bad Yeah, guy. I agree. But yeah, the, the other thing with him too is there's more upside with him than maybe some of these other guys because he played... He's basically, he basically in total ended up starting a year at Stanford. Um, so you kind of feel like he's still growing as a passer where some of these other guys started multiple years and the, as they, the, 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 you, I don't know. The unknown of Davis Mills is maybe what makes him more intriguing. Honestly, like when I, when I, like I've watched him in the summer and I thought, I'm like, okay, I could see the path to the, him being draftable. You see all the talent there. Um, and then, like, this week, getting ready for the show, um, I, I, I didn't watch him yet. I'm like, people are saying he's a third-round guy. I'm like, I think that's just, you know, going back to him being a top recruit. But Yeah. He threw it on, and, I, and again, I'm not that I'm not there, but I, I get it. And, like, there's a lot to do. And like you said, there, there's a lot for him to work on. Um, but I, I, he has big upside, and all the pieces are there to build on. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I think a competent backup uh, developmental starter type, like, maybe – Maybe down the road you got something. And, like, he's got a lot to work on. Like, watch the UCLA game. He throws three terrible interceptions. Um, but then also there, there's the big-time throws. And he spins it as good as anyone in the class. Maybe maybe, maybe not that strong. But anyone, anyone after the top couple guys. Um, yeah. He, like, the RPMs on his ball are beautiful. The, the spiral, the velocity, the, they're high end. Um, his arm doesn't seem lacking. Um, all, all three levels are pretty there. It's just inconsistency. And, again, he's, he started 11 games. Yeah. Uh, but my value pick's not him though. It's uh, I, I'm going with Kellamon. I think it's a good pick. I'm gonna bet on the guy who has tons of arm talent, is a great athlete. I ended up starting essentially for four years at Texas A&M. Tons of production, and ne- it never all came together. That that's like been. It feels like we've been waiting every year. Yeah. Is this gonna be the year Kellamon becomes consistent? It never really did happen. But he had a. Gr- he had a great college career. Um, and again, played a ton of games for Jimbo Fisher and that that kind of multiple pro style. You saw him in the. I thought he looked quite quite impressive at times in in the Florida game when when they pulled that upset. Yeah. Like they were really good this year. Uh, obviously, he had help around him, uh, running back wise. But they're they're really like his most reliable pass catchers were. His sophomore tight end, Jalen Weidermeyer, who's obviously going to play in the NFL. And his sophomore kind of tweener running back, Ania Smith, who will also play in the NFL. But, like, he had his best receiver opt-out. He, I, I think um, I saw the set. Like, he's in his four years at Texas A&M. Unless Jamon Osmond is drafted, he'll have never played with a drafted wide receiver. Uh, and and you, you see that on tape. There are times he, there's brutal drops. There's also him missing. Like, the yeah. accuracy... And he can get sporadic, and his his mechanics can break down, and his feet can get wonky, and again, it comes back to consistency. But I'm just for me, day three, if I'm gonna bet on someone, I'm gonna bet on the guy who started a ton of games, was very productive in the highest level of college football in the SEC, uh, and, and has the physical tools I look for. No, I but I think totally I think those are the two value picks. I don't think there's anyone else who I would consider. Agree. Um, yeah, and he played his best football this year. Um, like not a lot of talent. Like the running backs were good. Widermeyer's awesome. Offensive line is good, and I like like he's poised. Like he, he trusts his protection. Um, like there's a lot there. Like I think at worst you're getting a really good long term backup quarterback in Kilimanjaro. Really, by all accounts, really great. Uh, in, in locker room terms too. Yeah, I I think he's like a safe quote unquote guy if you're gonna draft a guy in the fifth round. 
Yeah, like I think he'll he'll be a long time back. I agree. I, I I got a, a journeyman uh, comp on him. Uh, I'll say it out later. But I do too. But I gave it. So I, I'm excited. I gave it a journeyman plus. Sometimes I will do that just for shits and gigs. <laughs> okay, sleeper. For me, I decided for sleeper, I, I would pick a guy who's not in my ten just to give me another guy to talk about. But it, it could be in your ten. Uh, to me, it's kind of more of a late day three UFA guy, perhaps. Yeah, I, my my guy is my tenth guy. I didn't realize until Fair. after I picked him. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, like he's he's like I said, borderline draftable. Who who is Shane Bouchelle? Mine is two. I th- he's my eleventh quarterback. So that that I kind of I kind of. Well, I put that, I was like, I bet AJ also is Shane Bichelle because we both <laughs> kind of have a soft spot for him. But um, not going to blow you away with physical talent. Nope. But did a great job operating, once he transferred from Texas to SMU, operating that air raid uh, for Sonny Dykes. Maybe uh, you said Journeyman Plus earlier. I will say maybe a Gardner Minshew Minus. I, um, Minshew Crest Minus? You know, know where I landed on? David Blau. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I, I got the... I got, I've seen Case Keenum uh, yeah. mentioned yeah. Uh, for him too. I think Colt McCoy makes sense too. Not a great arm, no, but accurate is low levels uh, of the field. Accurate can can extend plays too. Like he he's a good enough athlete to um, make he, plays out of structure. Yeah, he, he's a he's really good improviser. And I thought he got better this year. That, like yeah, he was always a good mover, but this year he he really um, was really good at keeping his eyes up and finding a guy and. I think a lot of the class think, is good at it, but um, yeah, for for a, yes for a guy that I'm going to bet on, uh, maybe priority UF, UDFA or in the back half of the seventh round, um, I like that. Plus, l- lots of experience, um, great leader. Uh, I I think he he has throws with a really good touch too. Yes, good good um, rhythm passer. Um, yeah, yeah. No, there, there's not like it's just he doesn't have that great of an arm and like. And, like, for a yeah. guy that doesn't have that great of an arm, there's still, like, solid uh, downfield throws. He just can't push it, push it. No. No, but that, that that would be the guy. I think that makes sense that we're on the same page there. Deep sleeper a little bit more interesting. I don't, I don't uh, have one I like. Okay, well, mine is kind of a cheat, but. Who would you, who'd you pick, Felipe Franks? I, I picked Felipe Franks after hearing his testing numbers. Yeah. Uh, for the tight end conversion. Yeah, no, okay. So, so I, I, Felipe Franks is close with me for, uh, with, with Shane Bouchelle and another quarterback, Ian Buck. Those three are, are close for me, uh, cause I, w- I won't mention them later. Um, and like, I, I, I kind of struggle with the order there cause I almost wanted to put Franks above them because of the athletic potential. Right. But like it, he, of those three, who's going to fit potentially fizzle out quickest. It's obviously going to be him, right? Yes. It's just. But like all the arm talent in the world, insane size. <laughs> he ran like a four five eight. Um, just the accuracy and the poise and the like. There's so much bad there, and that's why I have a hard time seeing him uh, making it as an NFL quarterback. But like Logan Thomas, great athlete, great size. He'd be an intro and, and, and multi sport guy coming up. Was drafted by the Red Sox. Um, Yep. It'd be interesting to see him trying to change positions. Now, the other thing I thought about, though, was Logan Thomas was a great runner at Virginia Tech. Felipe Franks didn't really run that much. He's pretty. He was pretty good at it when he went, though. And, like, he... Right, yeah. right. But I wonder, like, I don't think he's the same. No. All those testing numbers are insane. Like, Logan Thomas, remember after his sophomore year, it was like, this is Cam Newton, too. Like, that's how yeah. impressive he was as an athlete. 
Like, I don't think Felipe Franks is there, but it'd be interesting to see if he could make that shift to tight end, potentially. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's almost why I didn't want to throw the Logan Thomas comp, because Logan Thomas was a really, really good college quarterback, for stretches at least. And I'm look, okay, if Tommy Stevens can get drafted, Felipe yes. Franks can get drafted. That's... That's so true. Because he's, I think he's a better quarterback and he's a better athlete and he's bigger, yeah. isn't he? I, yeah. Tommy Stevens started like five games as a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like if if teams are shooting their shot at a guy like him, then I think Franks is going to get drafted in the last fifteen picks of the seventh round. Um, and I'm okay with that. I'd be fine. But yeah, like, the, the, like the arm is pretty good. Like the, there's 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 a lot to like there as an actual quarterback. He takes a lot of sacks. He's not that good. Um, but, but you, you know. there's a lot to like he's not that good <laughs> but like yeah like, like he's a good runner like you, you see it like the, the burst is there he runs tough um like there was glimpses at the senior bowl too he just there's not there's not a lot of touch there's not a lot of feel. yeah the, he there there's a there's a like sometimes he'll make these insane off platform yeah. like crazy arm angle throws you'll be like holy fuck and then the, the next play like just it, it zero feel for the pocket. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, he, so here I, I got I got a sack. So he took thirty sacks this year, which again they didn't play a full year on only two hundred thirty eight attempts. And yeah, Arkansas's off the line not that great, even though their coach is our uh, off the line coach. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm always gonna have it in for Sam Pittman. Um, and they're obviously playing in the SEC, but that, that those those are bad numbers when you get to that point, especially for a guy that's that's a yeah. good athlete. Those are bad numbers. You want my goofy comp on him? That's not a real comp, but it's just kind of how I feel watching his tape. Not an NFL comp, but a college comp. J- James Franklin, the uh, former Missouri quarterback. <laughs> no, no. Mine is 2008 recession in Florida man's Josh Allen. So <laughs> that's the absolute poorest man, Josh Allen. Hey, same size, huge arm, elite athlete. See, I think similar running style too. And when I watch them run, I'm like, that kind of looks like Josh Allen running. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know if he can make uh, the transition, um, but I think someone's going to take a shot on him at the end of the seventh. Again, if Tommy Stevens, Tanner Lee can get drafted, why not? Why not Felipe Franks? I, I, like Felipe Franks is better than both of them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. so too. There's more to like, anyway. And then he ran a four six. Anyways, anyways, okay. Who's your wild card? <laughs> um, kind of, kind of hard one for for me to pick here. I. I thought like you can kind of slap like like is Mills a wild card because he can go in the third round? Yeah, um, is Mond because we've heard some of that that chatter that maybe there's people who think he's a third round guy too. Um, is Trask? I don't know. Maybe we're just settling. I'll say Jamie Newman is my wild card because all the talent, I think, all the talent's still there. I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Like it, it's hard not to pick him because coming off that 2019 season at Wake, him transferring to Georgia. Everyone was like, could this could this guy like going there with Monk in, with all those tools and SEC the right way, like the right year there, could he be a first round pick? And then obviously he opts out. I wish we got and to then see him, man. We never get to see him, and then we see him at the senior bowl and it's not very good. And that was a strange offense he ran at Wake. He's obviously built like he's massive. He's six four, two thirty, a really big quarterback class. Yeah. Um so he's massive and he's obviously great runner as you saw at wake forest he's got a ton of arm but you didn't get to see him clean up those things like his footwork like his his accuracy was kind of sporadic he he is poised as is a question mark as well and then having this senior bowl as the cherry on top of well he could go undrafted 
He could also go in the fourth round. I don't really know. Like, I don't really know what the NFL thinks of him. Um, I'm, I wonder what he'll run in the 40, but, like, it, it, to me, his stock is so all Yeah, I, I really don't have a good feel for Jamie Newman right now. Um, no. And, yeah, like, in the pro day circuit, it feels like he's probably going to run a 4, 6, 5, 4, 7. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, dude, the, the ball just jumps out of his hand. Like, he can rip it with, with the best of them. Um, the yeah. arm is, is there. He can make every throw on the field. And then the, you see you see that come together that he does flash some really nice deep ball placement. Like, the arm strike to rip it in tight windows, obviously. Um, he throws a pretty nice back shoulder ball. But, yeah, the, the accuracy is so inconsistent. The decision-making is poor. Um, like you said, the pocket awareness is, is pretty bad. Um, his feet aren't great. There's a lot of off-balance throws. Um, just he doesn't feel the pocket well. I I really and you know what I, it kind of sucks too. He's not that great th- throwing outside of the pocket, like accurately at least. No. Which if no. that one more piece w- w- was a part of his game, I'd feel a little bit better about him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I am. I, <laughs> Jamie. Well, I do know where I am. Like, I don't know where the NFL is. It feels like he was supposed to be. I, w- I wish uh, we could see him. Had he, play- uh, had he played that season at Georgia, he'd be more of where we're talking about Kellen Mond. Uh, or to the Davis Mills level, for sure. For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right in there, he'd be in that combo with those those. I-, I don't have him uh, too far behind Kellen Mond. Like, it- it's, like, I'd rather take Kellen Mond, um, definitely. But I-, I don't I don't think there's a massive well, leap. Mond-, Mond just seems so much definitely, safer, right? Definitely. Like, Jamie-, Jamie-, Jamie Newman's in that zone of could he fizzle out in a year yeah maybe yeah exactly but Kalamond I feel like he's such a safe day three yeah Kalamond you're getting him for as long as you want him he's gonna be on your roster Jamie Newman he can be out of the league in two years yeah uh, and playing in the XFL CFL once the uh, okay. once, once, Look, once they if he ends up get together. if he ends up in the in the XCFL he will be back in the NFL <laughs> and becoming a Hall of Famer that's that's my take uh he's we'll, we'll nickname him bigger doug flutie that's not a good nickname but uh okay best bets Trevor. yeah Lawrence. yeah it's an easy one um is there even any point of choosing someone else no right it's best bet no because it's it, it, i although like i feel strongly about i think they're all pretty good bets but yeah i mean trevor lawrence trevor lawrence um who who's got the biggest bus potential we'll flip we'll flip it on the on the year here uh, of the top guys, uh, yeah. Let's say, let's say the top five guys. <sighs> to me, it's Zach Wilson. I totally agree. I totally agree. Like he is one, like I guess a one-year wonder. He did it against G five defenses. Um, he is the last, the the least. Wait, did you say top five? Yeah, you, you can throw Mac Jones in here. Yeah, if yeah. You want, but yeah. okay. He 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 has like Mac Jones at least has a high floor. Um not I feel like Zach Wilson if it like I, like bust potential as in like it, it like you know, I got Mac Jones as a second round guy. So if you're taking Mac Jones yeah, okay, there okay, in the second yeah. round. So yeah, yeah, like Zach Wilson's going top five. Yeah. Um he like he, he is he take throws the riskiest passes that I don't think will be NFL completions. Yeah. Although they're like spectacular against G five defenses, so I think that's kind of worrisome. He's got an injury history, which yep. isn't really brought up that much. A long one too. Um, the least he's the least uh, of the top four guys. He's the least physically impressive. Agree. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So I think yeah. yeah. No, I think I think I think I think he makes sense. No, I totally agree. And like going back, like 
so many throws he makes are, are wow. And it's almost like, how did the receiver come down with it? But, like, in a good way for, for Wilson. Um, so, like, you know those aren't going to be there. I, I think he's going to take a little bit to find his NFL stride. I know he's got this gunslinger mentality, and he's got the swagger to him. He's, he's, he's Baker Mayfield-ish there. But, like, yeah. I, I think he's going to have like, – because if he goes to the Jets, and I, I assume Darnold's going to get moved if he does, he's going to be starting early, and I think he's going to be exciting early. But I think he needs the guys around him to, to gel. I think the BYU, the, the BYU offense just gelled so well. And the chemistry is a part of what makes him so good. And, like, that's it's not that much of a knock because I felt the same way about Joe Burrow. And I think it's just going to take a little bit of time. And that didn't knock Joe Burrow off off the number one spot for me, obviously. Um, I think it's just going to – it might take a second. Like, if we see Wilson fizzle uh, – not I don't want to say fizzle, but, like, struggle a bit early, I wouldn't be surprised – and I don't think that's like, oh, he doesn't have it either. Even though I'm not, I'm not the biggest Zach Wilson fan. Is that fair? Well, they just have to, they just have to draft Dex Mills. <laughs> Look, you have to get Dex Mills with Zach Wilson. Like that, you don't have an option. And then Isaac Rex next year or two years from now, whatever it is. I love it. Um, well, we were just talking about best bets, AJ. To me, the best bet is at eBay because. Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for on eBay. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guaranteed tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity that's a hard word and is customized with the sneakers details authenticity guarantee also protects sellers with a verified return process it's free to sell sneakers a hundred dollars and up on ebay and thanks to ebay's authenticity guarantee verified returns make the whole transaction worry free with other sites taking as much as 25 percent you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. And once you make tons of profits, you head to betonline.ag. We got March Madness well underway if you count conference tournaments, and I sure do. Uh, so get ready to, to bet on freaking 16 seeds upsetting ones. We've seen it. It could happen again. Who knows? And uh, betonline.ag is the perfect place to cash in on your blind bets on college athletes who don't make any money <laughs> nice nice throw in there at the end no 16 seed is gonna is gonna beat a one seed this year Rob. i'll go out on the limb and say it i don't know if app state gets Shut michigan the fuck up don't why'd you even say that uh well it's okay by the time you're listening to this ohio state's upset michigan and in, in the big 10 championship tournament semifinal. <laughs> okay we'll see we'll, we'll see rob we'll see okay we'll see beat you and everything else this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win unbelievable when you get travel perks with amex platinum you're part of the action that's the powerful backing of american express Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. 
My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, okay, let's, let's start 10 to 1. Uh, you already mentioned you have Shane Bouchelle. Good memory, yeah. Shane Bouchelle is my 10th quarterback. Are we going one. back and forth, or am I, am I rattling off in the new are? Do you want to go 10, 10 to 6, then I'll go 10 yes, to 6? Yes, that, that's how we did it last year. No, that's smart. Okay, you, you it's your show, AJ. I'm just the guy on the other end. 10th <laughs> for me. You got it. Shane Bouchelle, Southern Methodist University. 9 for me, Jamie Newman. I got him in the – oh, should I say comps? You already hear my Bouchelle comp. Uh, Jamie Newman. Do you have comps for everyone? Yeah, I did. Like I did comps this year or for this episode at you least. Copped out. Yeah, I did. Mine, mine are pretty goofy, and you'll you'll hear it. I like that. I like uh, that. So yeah, Newman. I, yeah. I don't. I still know where to put him. I put him in like the late fifth, probably like more of a sixth round guy. Just with the arm talent, I I, 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 I he's worth the risk there. Um, and you know, like a, a high, high middle comp. How about Tavares Jackson? Rest in peace, King. I miss him already. But I kind of like that comp. And I think you can get a, a guy like that out of Jamie Newman um, at his best. Uh, eighth for me is Calamond, who I, I like a lot. I got him in the fifth round. I guess I don't like him that much. Uh, my comp for him, 
plus Josh Johnson, who's been an amazing journeyman uh, backup. Oh, that's interesting. I love Josh Johnson. He's a good quarterback. He just never got a shot. I th- so I think Kellamont's going to have a better career than that. But, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that comment. Reminds me of him a lot. I've always been a Josh Johnson fan. Uh, seventh for me, Davis Mills. Uh, got him in the late fourth, early fifth range. My comp for him, Matt Castle, baby. I like that one. Oh, I don't think he's the same athlete as Matt Castle, but you, okay. So uh, talking about Mills' athleticism quickly while we while we stop here, um, I think like like he's not a great athlete, but when he gets out going and like straightforward, he's not slow. He's just like he's stiff, but he's not slow. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's I got like a, a James Bond run thing going on. Where he's just like moving his arms okay. pretty good. Anyway, six for me. I like him more than I think a lot of people like Kyle Trask. I got I got him in the fourth round, mid fourth round. Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, Mason Rudolph feels too easy. I couldn't get yeah. away from it. Yeah, it is. Too uh, a higher comp, I'll say Derek yeah. Anderson, but I'm going to love it. Oh, that's an, I, I think Anderson, bigger arm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I uh, The trans feels pretty perfect to Rudolph. I mean, we'll get into it. Uh, okay, time for me. Ian Buck. I've got him. Uh, I'll give you my big board and my comp for each guy. Yeah, so 10 for me, Ian Book of Notre Dame. Uh, 221st on my board, Trevon Boykin comp. You know I love that one. Uh, 9 for me, Kyle Trask from Florida. 173rd on the board, Mason Rudolph comp. 8, Jamie Newman of Wake Forest and kind of Georgia. Uh, just one spot ahead, 172nd. Uh, I, I, I give you a – Jamie Newman's a tough one to put a comp on, yep. right? Because – He's so sporadic. So I give you a low-level comp of Jeff Driscoll and a high-level comp of Aaron Brooks. I like that. Uh, the Brooks one crossed my mind. So, hey, split the difference. It's Tavar Jackson. Ooh. Uh, well, when I was studying him over the summer and I thought, this guy's going to be fun at Georgia, I was really projecting up with Aaron Brooks. Like, Aaron Brooks was a legitimately good starter. Yeah, like middle of the pack starter for in the, in the NFL for sure. Uh, seven Davis Mills, Stanford, one hundred and forty fourth on the board. Pro comp Kyle Allen. <laughs> um, six Kellen Mond, Texas A and M. Again, one a couple spots ahead. One hundred and forty first on the board. Pro comp Seneca Wallace. I love the Seneca. It crossed my mind too. Um, <laughs> who who? I mean, Seneca Wallace is kind of like a plus Josh Johnson. Um, mm. uh, Kyle Allen also a better athlete than Davis Mills. Davis Mills is kind of a tricky one. Um, and, and by the way, let me just throw in there. Uh, 12 for me is Flippy Franks. Uh, t- 11 for me is Ian Buck. And they're kind of like right there neck and neck with Shane Bouchelle. I got like late 7th UDFA grade, so borderline draftable, not really draftable grades uh, on all three of them. And they're like almost interchangeable for me. And my my, my book okay. comp is Colt McCoy. Oh, okay. I like it. Um, my Yeah, I got Shane Bouchelle 11. I got Sam Ellinger 12, though. Okay, Ellinger's 13 for me. Uh, Felipe Franks is 14 for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're just ranking our top 20 quarterbacks now. <laughs> who, who do you want to talk uh, about let's, first? Uh, l- Ian Book? Let me do a little bit on Ian Book. Uh, and then we'll, who do we, and then we'll talk trash. That's really the only two here we haven't talked about, right? Yeah. All right. So with Book, I think he's a very, maybe not even underrated athlete, but that's kind of his X factor yeah. that makes him interesting to me is what he can do as a runner. Um, and I always like a mobile backup quarterback. I think he's got good feet. Um, I think he is. He's played a ton of football. 
He's not obviously not going to wow you with his arm or anything. Yeah. Uh, physically, he's not going to wow you. But he he does a good job extending plays and keeping things alive. And he, he can create a, outside of structure when he has to. Is he terrific at it? No. I think really him and Shane Bichel are are very similar, similar with Shane Bichel. <laughs> I think Shane Bichel's um a, a more accurate yeah. passer. And, and books uh just a more athletic 100% kind of creator yeah, 100% agree but they're but the, again they're very similar and it's kind of pick your point yeah i think i, I went with Bichelle cuz the accuracy um he's not that much worse and he like they both create plays out of the pocket um scrambling and i i think Bichelle's the arms maybe a smidgen better i think uh, yeah not not to say it's much better and he's a better passer in rhythm Bichelle is yes no that's fair uh yeah but yeah, I, again, again, like I'm not gonna pound the table for like Ian, Ian Book necessarily, but I think they're both very much in the same kind yeah, of yeah, and both of them ha- similar. Yeah, both of them have the tools to be like a really solid modern backup quarterback. Yeah. Okay, sell me on Kyle Trask because you have him six, I have him nine. That's gonna be the biggest difference in our rankings. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it is. Uh, yeah. So mid fourth, I'm still I'm still high on him. Um, look, I think the Mason Rudolph comp is kind of perfect because like. Obviously, he, he was he six six two forty uh, six five two forty. So like th- that's major check. Um, like yeah, the the talent around him was awesome, but like he was still making the throws. And it's not like I'm I'm pounding the table for Kyle Trask. I think like I think you're just getting a solid backup quarterback in in that range that maybe can can start a couple football games for you. It's not like I love him, but yeah, like I, the the trusting of wide receivers I think is a credit to him. He's poised. Like he can break down in the pocket at times, but he finds an out more than often than not. Um, like I think there's lots of touch, touch there. I think the, the, the accuracy is pretty good, not not deep, but the deep middle he works pretty decently or intermediate middle. Um, and like definitely the arm is meh. You can see it cost him on, on tight window throws, um, and like the mechanics will break down and like he'll, the ball will just come out ugly at times. Um, but I think when like he hits his drop and throws, uh, I think it, it, it's all pretty there for for he. Yeah. Go ahead. When things are on, yeah. like yeah. when when things are going as they're supposed to go, he can get it done. Um, my big worry is a lot of the, the 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 most impressive throws he was making was more Kyle Pitts going and making no, a, a, an amazing definitely. play. And th- those aren't it's the same way he bangs Zach Wilson on some of those throws he made at BYU is those aren't going to be open in the NFL. Um, Trask, my, my biggest problem is like I just, he doesn't have a very strong arm. And that that's my biggest worry. And he, he on top of that, he's not very athletic. No, no, um, Statue esque. Yes, like, and I, I I like I put down all the the stats of of these quarterbacks, and like the most they're the least impressive rushing numbers come from him, Davis Mills, and Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, which I mean, that's not I that's it's not obvious. very surprising yeah. to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> But I think he is a lesser athlete than both Mills and Mac Jones. Um, Agreed. And ha- I think he is like the we- of the non-Ian Book Shane Bichelle quarterbacks. He's the weakest arm. I think that is fair. Yeah, he, like he's got a weaker arm than uh, than than Mills. Obviously, he's got a weaker arm than Mont. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I-, I think the the, the mental makeup. Is solid. Like I, he's tough as hell for sure. I think he's pretty poised. Um, solid decision maker. Sometimes the what I like to call invisible defenders, aka he's just not seeing guys, get them sometimes. Um, but another nice, nice rhythm guy. Good anticipation. Uh, again, you're not getting anything special here, but I think you're getting a long term backup. Yeah, it's it's not like you're saying he's 
going to be a starting quarterback. Uh, no, no, I don't. We're really not that far off on him either. Like you, what'd you say, mid yeah, fourth? I got mid fourth. I have him like mid fifth. Like that's not that major. No, it's just a yeah. And like really, um, all the guys you have in between, I'm we're we're similar on too. Because Mills Mills late fourth, early fifth. Mon's a fifth. So it's like those are the guys you jumped in. I got Newman in the fifth too, late fifth. To 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 me, uh, part of it is Mond. I'm Mond and Newman. I'm betting on those physical traits. Mills is the mystery of it all. The pedigree, like Trask has the the least pedigree, maybe, or least pedigree slash physical traits of those four. Uh, yeah, and that's no, yeah. But you can also argue he's the most impressive season of those four. Uh, definitely, he definitely has pretty clearly, right? Close. So yeah, so like, it's I don't know, it's. Quarterbacks are crap. They are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. L- l- let's let's do our five. What five to I think one? We're gonna hit it. Um, five for me from Alabama. Mac Jones. Yep. Don't have a first round grade on him, uh, but I like him in that early mid second round. And if someone takes a takes him in the first round, I don't have an issue with it because I've seen worse quarterbacks go in the first round. I like Mac Jones. I, I'm 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 pretty much in on Mac Jones. Uh, okay. I got no. I got here. I want to hear your comp, and then I'll, I'll give you a funny comp. Uh, mine's Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, so uh, you know what? In college, I see I see some Josh Rosen. I, I think both of their tennis backgrounds, uh, you can see it in their mechanics. I was about to say I kind of get that. Like he, okay, he's like Mac Jones is not a great athlete, but he's got good feet and he does a good job maneuvering, which was something Josh Rosen really did a good job yeah. with. And, and and yes, the the throwing mechanics, everything's very. Like on. Yeah, so I don't, I, I don't think sense. Jones is as uh, polished. He doesn't have the same. He doesn't have the same arm. The arm's not, and he's not, not the same arm. Polished, but that's not, interesting. Not as polished. Um, but yeah, uh, kind of like the, the anticipatory throws and stuff like that. Um, and <laughs> so I see that, and maybe like a, a, a maybe he can have like a Mark Bulger career. Is, is kind of where I'm going with that. Um, oh, yeah. I, hey, I did, I did pretty good with these. Um, <laughs> number four. Uh, I guess the big shakeup or four, four, three, and two are the big shakeups. Zach Wilson's my number four quarterback. Um, I have a, yeah, I have same. a top fifteen grade on him. It's not like I'm low on him. Maybe I'm lower than some people. Um, again, him going second overall, it doesn't irk me. I don't, I don't care. Um, my Zach Wilson uh, comp. This is a weird one. Kyler without the high end explosion. Kyler Murray, obviously. Because he doesn't obviously scramblers, I, they look kind of similar to be honest. I think even mechanically kind of similar. Uh, but Kyler obviously better athlete, even though they do similar stuff. Kyler is more explosive, and even like downfield explosiveness. I, I don't think Wilson has the same arm talent as Kyler Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not far off, and they make similar type of throws. Um, anyways, three for me, Justin Fields, Ohio State. Okay, we're different. Okay. Ah, I thought we were gonna land on the same thing there. That's funny. I love yeah. it though. Um, it's, Fields and Lance are neck and neck for me. I could flip a coin um, tomorrow and I can change it. Um, like literally, I agree on like. both both the same. They're both top ten grades for me. Um, I like yeah. the Dak comp, uh, but you know, higher ceiling and a better athlete than Dak. I, I like that comp. Um, Trey Lance second for me again, top ten, same grade as, as Justin Fields. I like the Steve McNair comp. I I feel that I feel that it got. I heard that to I heard that today and just. Just in earlier, you mentioned just how physical, like Steve McNair is the most physical. Yeah. He's the strongest quarterback in NFL history. Like I, I don't even think that's really 
a question. Like Steve McDaniel was the strongest quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> and I, I, I like that um, with the Trey See, Lance thing. Also the small school yeah, thing. Yeah, and I think both in, of them. Unbelievable yes, arm. exactly. I think all the traits are very similar. Yeah, the, the FCS thing. Um, and I think like Steve McNair, Trey Lance clearly my quarterback too, and I said he has a high ceiling of anyone not named Trevor Lawrence, and that's why he is my quarterback too. Um, I would like for him to sit a year. I think that would be perfect for Trey Lance if he sat a year. And I love Steve McNair. I know. And that's why I think some people don't like the comp because they love Steve McNair. So I kind of went in thinking maybe he's Donovan McNabb, but the more I watched, it, it felt – That's what Yeah, I like. the more I watched, it felt like Steve McNair. Part – Part of why I have Donovan McNabb, though, is because I had Donovan, Donovan McNabb, like, um, but, like over the yeah. summer. And I just uh, – I've, I've toyed with different ones. I, I kind of do like the bigger Kyler one, too. Um, but uh, Donovan McNabb, Steve McNair, you, you get the Dak Prescott ones here, too. Um, I like the mini Josh yeah, Allen. They're all very fun. I like the mini Josh Allen. That, that's fun. Uh, yeah, and anyways, obviously quarterback one, Trevor Lawrence, top five grade. He's he's going to be my top player in the class. Justin Herbert Super plus. Saiyan Justin Herbert, yeah. Oh, sorry. That, that's maybe maybe Super Saiyan 2. Maybe Justin Herbert's regular Super Saiyan and then Lawrence to the next level. And, and uh, Tanner Lee's just regular. <laughs> Goku, yeah. Uh, T- Tanner Lee is, yeah, Tanner Lee's Goku. Good, good work. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay. Five for me is Mac Jones, 71st on the board. Uh, Teddy B comp. Four, Zach Wilson, 12th on the board. Uh, Baker Mayfield comp. Three is Trey Lance, 9th on my board. Donovan McNabb comp. Justin Fields, two, third on my board. I, I very much love Justin Fields. Deshaun Watson, pro, thicker Deshaun Watson pro, uh, pro comp. Uh, and then one, Trevor Lawrence, number one player on my big board. Um, Carson Palmer is the comp. Uh, can I quickly say for Wilson, I almost toyed with like a, a Kyler times Baker comp, but that felt too lofty. Well, because I think he is a better athlete than Baker. Yeah, no, I think um, that's fair. And has a better uh, he he can rip it a little more. But the the, the mental makeup and the firiness, it's the, very Baker. Yeah, the kind of the size, yeah. um, in. in uh, I guess the poison, some of the th- like some of the accuracy, uh, the accurate throws he makes. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I like that you're doing comps too. It kind of makes it interesting, so I can get an idea of how you kind of project or see these guys playing style wise. Yeah, no, for sure. I'll I'll try to keep doing. I'll try to force them this year. I'll see. Like I don't feel too forced with any of these ones, but it you know. No, they're they're all pretty pretty. It's it's more fun doing the later the the the, the not top yeah. five quarterbacks because they're just you can get a little more goofy. Yeah, totally with it. Um, let's talk Mac Jones. Who, I don't know. Is he polarizing? He's so, polarizing, but he's not polarizing. I, I think he's like extremely safe. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, like if you take Mac Jones in the first round, like. I just don't – I don't think – like, when you take a quarterback in the first round, you're taking a guy to be the face of the franchise, to be you, – you think can be a top-ten quarterback, and if you have a top-ten quarterback, you can win a Super yeah. Bowl. I just don't think Mac Jones can get there specifically just because of the, the, the physical traits they are just lacking. Again, he's really safe. He's accurate. He's smart decision-maker. He's really safe with the football. Um, you mentioned the mechanics and the feet – uh, he, he's a great touch thrower. There's no doubt about that. But he really, sh- uh, like, 
not playing behind an Alabama offensive line that's all yeah. going to the NFL, not playing with a Heisman winner, not playing with a, arguably better receiver than the Heisman winner, and John Mechie, who's from Brampton. Maybe. So, like, that's a super plus, and the best running back in the yeah. class. Like, you take all that away and you throw him in the, in the NFL behind not that, not a set of All-Americans with Sark calling plays. Like, I worry about his ability when things aren't on script, when things aren't on time. How is he going to be able to create? That's my biggest problem or biggest yeah. worry. Uh, plus, plus, I don't think he's a great arm. I think he's going to struggle to rip some tight window throws. Um, but also, like that's why I, I, I like I like the Teddy Bridgewater comp I have, where I think if things go right, like Teddy Bridgewater is a starting capable quarterback. I think. Part of this is like more Teddy Bridgewater before the injury too mm-hmm. is kind of the way I view it. Where like Teddy looked like he was just gonna be a really solid starting quarterback, um, but like to me like Mac Jones's ceiling is like a Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like uh, that's that's the big question is what's his ceiling? And it's again when you're watching him, it's hard to separate him from the talent around him because it's always going to be. Um, and yeah, we know his tools aren't special, but I I think he feels like he's got something. There's some sort of intangible to Mac Jones, and I think that's fair to say. But it's insane to compliment Tom Brady. Um, I think he'll be like a, a lower mid tier type starting quarterback. Yeah, I and I guess I just I'm not like he he because of the need like I have him seventy first, so that's the third round. But because of like I think he's gonna he can't he's gonna go in the top fifty. Do you think when April what twenty ninth like the twenty sixth or whatever? 29th when it comes around do you think he ends up going day on draft night thursday right now night? i do yeah and teddy bridgewater did the vikings traded back in and got him and i think because of the drop off after yeah. zach wilson that's gonna be part yeah. of it someone's gonna be sitting there and think highly enough that they they think this guy can be uh a developmental starter maybe that's the wrong word because it's more than that um, but somebody I think will because it's a quarterback in the EU league and the, I ate the drop off is huge. Like my my difference between my fifth and sixth quarterback is seventy plus spots. Yeah, no, exactly, and it and him landing with oh, it's exactly seventy spots. <laughs> him landing with a, a playoff team from last year would be best for him. Like he, he needs a situation. I mean his 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 best case is the Saints, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, like I think so. And no, no. It, it feels like it, it, there's a good shot of it happening. And, and you know, a lot of the issues you you mentioned, um, him translating to the NFL, a lot of those things like befell Josh Rosen, even though he also had no talent at UCLA. But but with the Cardinals, it, it kind of just all fell apart. And you can see that happening with Matt Jones. But I think. Uh, where it didn't happen with Josh Rosen, I think with Matt Jones, you're 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 at the very worst. You're getting the best backup quarterback in the NFL, and that's who Teddy Bridgewater could be too. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I like Mac Jones. There's a lot, there's a lot to like there. Um, it, it's just like yeah, I, you know, it's just the the upside's not there. Yeah. Um. I, I, before we before we call it, because uh, I have Justin Fields too. You have you have uh, Trey Lance too. For you, what what separates the two? Like, uh, is it um, like Trey, Trey Lance's? Well, I mean, they're both physical freaks, though. Both have fantastic. Yeah, I, I think I think Lance's arm is a smidge better. But yeah, well, like I said, I think it's the best yep. in the class. I think so. I think he is a better athlete than than Fields, not by much, but a bit better. 
No, you're not. You're not wrong. I, I, I um, and and that's pretty much it. Again, they graded out um pretty much exactly for me. And, and well, like it's not like there's a big difference in age, but I do think Lance's ceiling is a bit higher than Justin Fields. Um, and, and it's just oh, yeah. it's just that 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 flip of the coin. And look, look, I'm gonna be scouting the helmet too. I hate Ohio State. I love North Dakota State. <laughs> and I, I've been on the Lance train for a long time, so there's a bit of just uh, there's a little bit of heart in it, and then also like just just the upside. Well, when you're breaking up things, the two guys are yeah, that close yeah, to right. Yeah, like, and, and when it when it really for, boils down to it, it doesn't matter. So just <laughs> for, for me, yeah, we're not we're not making these picks. It doesn't matter. Uh, for me, I, I guess with, with Lance too, it's this like the scheme he's coming from is obviously a plus. Yeah, no, that that that's also a plus exactly. And I, he's already uh, what six three two twenty four. Like he's he's yeah. They're well. They're both built like fucking shipwreck. Definitely. Houses. And you know what? With Lance, I, I, I uh, with Lance, yeah, I can see maybe maybe Fields too. He's got like a, a a hefty lower body, and like I think he can add thickness to his core too. And I, I think that's there. So like all said and done, I can see him playing at like two thirty two thirty five ish. Well, I that that makes me think about what Daniel Jeremiah mentioned on the broadcast today when he like he didn't like comp him to Dante Culpepper, but he just said like physically. That's kind of part of who he reminds him of. And, and Dante Culpepper was, before he got hurt, fucking yeah. awesome. Like, insane athlete. Like, six six five two fifty. 250. My Josh Allen comp was Dante Culpepper. Good comp. Thank you. Uh, it looks smart in retrospect. Kind of. um, <laughs> you had a first round grade. You're okay. Yeah. F- Fields, uh, Fields, for me, it's the decision-making. I think he is just such a fantastic decision maker. Um, it's again, it's like it's the littlest yeah. things. I think he is a little more consistent, a, a deep accuracy thrower. Um, I think he's a, a little bit more poised under fire, and, and I guess part of it also is like he he was playing against Big Ten. Yeah. No, and for you sure. know how great the Big it's Ten is. The best is. conference in the country. And, and, and uh, yeah, exactly. In Lance FCS, uh, but yeah, the, really, the, is that Fields Clemson game? Knowing that's his, that's his peak yeah, when he is that, and he has broken ribs during it. And, it, it, it bugs me know, how things. much people want to knock the Indiana game and the Northwestern game, but not credit the Clemson game. <laughs> but yeah. I, I get it. It's the weird like, thing. The, the picks. Wonder why, AJ? Because he plays for Ohio State and everyone hates Ohio State. Um, <laughs> Right, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I get like the Indiana picks were, were really bad, and the, the, he can't make those type of decisions. And but I get it, like you know, he's trying to do things, and they won the game, so what does it matter? Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I the poise for sure, Justin Fields is better at. Um, that's something Lance has to work on. Sometimes he just he kind of he gets a little, little happy in the pocket at times. But again, he's such a good runner. Um, yeah, it's just the smallest things. Love this quarterback class. Love this. I know it fizzles out, but like I'll, it's kind of funny that I think like Bouchelle can be a long term backup, Book can be a long term backup. Um, yeah, they all have long term backup, or a, a lot of those yeah. guys could. Stick yeah, it's a, it's definitely like an interesting class, and just having all these guys, like five guys going the first round, would be fun as hell. Oh yeah, it's it's always it's always better when there's more quarterback excitement. Yeah, exactly. Okay, how about this? What what's the odds Trevor Lawrence isn't rookie of the year? The odds that yeah, he isn't. Like, I mean, if, if you had to bet Lawrence or the field, who are you taking? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the field. Uh, I mean, again, this is so far. I, tre- if, Trevor Lawrence, if the only Fields player or Lance we know had, where they're landing. Anyways, yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. But it, like, if Fields or Lance ends up in the right place, especially with what they can do as runners, more uh, and let let's say Lance is playing day one, like what he can do specifically as a runner. Yeah, that that can juice that can juice it a bit. But it also also feels like they're all playing behind just because Trevor Lawrence hype yeah, is gonna. Yeah. Um, and playing with Urban Meyer and. Yeah. Um, how much do you think the Jaguars gonna run Trevor Lawrence? It's a good question, especially considering uh, Daryl Bevel's calling plays and, and, and Shoddy's the pass game coordinator. I don't think too 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 much. I, I don't think there's like maybe we'll see a design run once every couple games. Yeah, like I don't. I I think and, and he's really good at only running when he absolutely yeah, Clemson, has to. Clemson did a good job with it, and they were smart about it. Um, but I, I think I think zone yeah. read's going to be in the playbook heavy, like, a la two thousand and it should be. It, I mean, it should. Yeah, it should. Seahawks, yeah, it should, should be. be. Like that that that's one one thing about Trevor Lawrence. He's also a fantastic athlete. Definitely, and and again, we've seen um, how much that makes a difference to the rest of your running game when you have a quarterback uh, that can threaten to keep it. Yeah, well, they don't even have to keep it. Just, just the idea the that yeah, exactly. It, it means a lot, and I I think um, going back to Shoddy. I think at times Russell Wilson, uh, the, the the defenses knew he wasn't going to, so maybe you just gotta. I mean, with a younger quarterback, you, you get that threat back. I think. Yeah. Okay, it's time to watch Florida State uh, pummel North Carolina, and hopefully by the time you're listening to this, the Buckeyes have rolled Michigan. Oh H.